You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Today's episode is our annual reflection on the year that is wrapping up. So we're reflecting on 2022, what made us laugh, what made us cry, what we're proud of over these past 12 months. But before we do that, what's happening around the neighborhood for you? Well, I wanted to report that I had a great trip to Nashville to oh, visit good. my cousin and friend of the show, Emily. Nice. So got got to visit another neighborhood. It was a really laid back and cozy trip. There was some wintry weather, which oh, I good. was all there yeah. for. So it was very lovely. Emily and I both love talking about organization, home decor, food, and finances. So And she has a new little one to snuggle. Yes, she oh. does have a little. Oh, I got to spend lots of time with him. I just loved it. And another fun part of the trip, I just so happened to be corresponding by email with another one of our listeners who lives outside of Nashville, and she recommended a donut place called East Park Donuts uh-huh. that I mentioned to Emily. And she was like, oh, well, that's not that far away. I haven't been in a long time. So we went, we had fantastic donuts. So Yum. thank you so much, Leanne. So sweet. Yes, it was lovely. My neighborhood news is... That I think Mr. Ladd is lacking in the neighborhood lights department. Oh, burn. Burn. Okay. And he's admittedly being kind of a Grinch about it this okay. year. Okay. He didn't even put up our giant cactus. Oh, no. Our inflatable cactus yeah. with the Christmas hat and the lights on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, he says it's because like it it does get like tangled up a lot and he's out there fixing it like every gotcha. day and it's because it's so tall. It's right. really kind of annoying. <laughs> and our tree is big enough now that it would kind of be in the way. Okay. So, All right. I get that. Okay. But I'm going to, I'm going to say that he gave a pretty like lackluster. Yeah. Half, half effort. Okay. Compared to what's going on inside yeah, the house right now. He's just so not think, feeling fully festive Yeah, I this think year. I might need to, he just doesn't want to add anything to it or gotcha. like, you know, this, he's the last couple of years. He's like, no, we're good. We're gotcha. good. And I'm like, gotcha. mm, we need to level up. Gotcha. We need to level up. Okay. So I'm going to need to get out there at least on the front porch. All right. At a wreath. Kind of Maybe spruce some, some things up. Pillows on the rocking chairs. Yeah. So, okay. So I'm going to need to take over a little bit of his yeah. domain because he's lacking. Sounds like it might need to be a little bit of a team effort <laughs> yep. this year. Yeah. <laughs> Reinvigorate the efforts. Well, good luck with that. All right. Okay. So I have broken down our questions for the year into a different format. And you can interpret these however you'd like, but I think they would be sort of an interesting way to reflect on the year. So for the first one, what made you laugh in 2022? I loved these questions and thinking about them. I have a few things to share. I remember laughing so hard at the movie The Lost City with Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. Mm -hmm. It was fantastic. I ended up inviting just a ton of girlfriends Mm -hmm. and just laughing out loud with girlfriends in the theater at this ridiculous movie. It was just so fun. And I just really needed that. So I would highly recommend for anyone who hasn't seen it. I laughed so hard recording our bonus boobs episode with you. Oh my gosh. Thank you for that gift, Erica. (laughs) I know that everyone who has said they've listened to the episode got so much joy out of that. It might be worth subscribing to our Patreon just to listen to that. People have said exactly that. (laughs) They have said it's already paid for itself. itself. So that was just so much fun and just countless times during this year recording the podcast, just laughing with you. Yes. So fun. My favorite. Every single year. Also, a few things in particular from our in-person book club. Our friend Shannon's book reviews. Oh my gosh. Honestly, you guys, she, she could have a YouTube channel. She should have her own YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. She will just come in. I can't wait till the circle goes around to Shannon and she will just come in and be like, 
this effing book. <laughs> and it just goes from there. So and it is the most like well thought out yes. review, but so specific to yes. her. And like things great, you never would have thought of. Great use of curse words. <laughs> yes. It is just fantastic every I time. I feel like we should have her on one of our book oh my review gosh. episodes. She would be and great. like as we're talking about one that she had she strong feelings about. Just a little 15 minute segment. Everyone needs to hear a Shannon book review. Oh, it would be so great. So that in particular. Then also when we were at our book club retreat in Sedona this year, our friend Jen was explaining, I can't even remember, some long drawn out kind of celebrity gossip behind. <laughs> the scenes oh yes and we were just all dying laughing and it was ridiculous and we were like but wait how is that connected and she was like no no I got it I just remember we were all cracking up and it was just one of those times with friends that you're so thankful for totally and then you have so many good ones I love it I I love it I spent some time thinking about this okay I will also say during book club I'm glad I remember this during our book club retreat also I don't remember who came up with this but we all came up with what baked good our husband and I think kids would be. <laughs> I think I did, but I don't know how it started. It was something like, I don't even know how that came up. But it was a great question. And it is a great what question. what everyone came up with. And honestly, I don't remember what I said for Chris or my kids, but it was very fun. So I appreciated that. So thank you if you came up with that. And then my last one, just several times remembering both specifically in general, laughing together as a family, which is just the best with, with Mm -hmm. my little family. And I think especially the boys are getting old enough now that they can really start to understand more humor. And I feel like Chris and I can be pretty sarcastic and witty. And it's really fun that they're starting to be part of that, that Maeve can join in more, or we're just all able, like with the boys to laugh at kind of ridiculous, Mm -hmm. cute things that Maeve does. Mm -hmm. And so... Yeah, that is just really fun and just kind of seeing that um, come together. And then there are a couple of specific things, too, that I remember just dying laughing with Chris over that were just like really silly, stupid things that happened, but just in the moment are so funny. And that just adds this levity to the day that you're just like, wow, I really needed that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Totally. Oh, I love all those so much. I just narrowed it down to one because I laugh all the time. You try to laugh a lot. I laugh a lot. And all of those things made me laugh as well. But something that I feel like stood out this year because I haven't seen them in so long was my siblings. Mm. I laugh harder with my siblings than anybody on the planet. I hadn't seen my brothers in person in a couple of years. And so... I I mean, there was a night at my brother David's house and his wife, Emily, where I was laughing so hard I thought I might throw up. <laughs> like, I was like, we just ate. I can't. Like, you got to stop for a minute. Like, I had to go in the bathroom and, like, oh my collect gosh. myself because my eyes were burning. I was wiping away tears so oh. often. And it was just, there is just a kind of like silliness that you get with your siblings that you don't get with anybody else and like at one point I think my sister-in-law just went to bed and I'm like I'm sorry I know we're being so obnoxious (laughs) right now like it's just out of control but so I just really appreciated that this year I mean me and my sister talk very regularly and we'll crack up on the phone about things and then seeing my brothers in person and just talking nonsense till late in the night and making each other laugh was just the best oh I love that all right what made you swear in okay. 2022 and to be fair it takes a lot more to make kelsey swear than me that's i mean true. a lot of things made me swear <laughs> i swear for funsies oh. so that doesn't really i'm going to choose my most dramatic things but you go ahead first okay i have three things to share one unfortunately throughout the year our kids sleep 
Oh, yeah. You know. That's it, where we're It plagues my house. <laughs> it really does. We are in a much better place than we ever have been, so yes. I'm so happy to report that. Maeve still sometimes to go to sleep is still crying sometimes, and it is just like at this point, it's just yeah. like there's just nothing. Maddening. There's nothing else we can do. It does feel so frustrating mm-hmm. that we've just worked so hard at it, done absolutely everything right, mm-hmm. and that is still our reality. There are also just times where we will go through where the boys are getting growing pains at night or just this ambiguous, I'm scared yes, at 2 a.m. Yes, phases. And yes, and it is just, oh my gosh, just so hard. Or you string a few nights of that all together yeah. and that is just swear worthy in yeah. the middle of the night. <laughs> oh, for sure. Totally. You guys have earned that teenage sleep that hopefully comes yes. at some point. Like when all of them are just yes. groggily having yes. to be shaken awake. I hope that happens for you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and certainly it is so, so much better than those ridiculously early wake-ups that the boys had. So yeah. we're in such a better place. Yeah. But then it is, like I said, sometimes those middle oh. of the night and just too many in a row. Yeah. So. Okay, the second thing, we lost one of our big front yard Palo Verde trees this year in this huge Mm -hmm. summer storm. Mm -hmm. It was a huge storm. There were trees and light poles and all kinds of things down and just, yeah, got caught by a huge gust of wind. And honestly, I was kind of heartsick for like a week. I planted those trees. I love those trees. But a little sprout has sprouted up and they're very fast growing trees. So I'm hoping that maybe we can coax it into a full tree. Nice. And then I have a final thing. And this is a swear and a laugh. This was on the very last morning that we were in our house in Eau Claire this summer. And we we needed to leave very early for the airport that morning. But we'd all slept there the night before and we had to have the house ready for tenants to move in Mm -hmm. in a couple of days. So it needed to be like empty. We were storing some things down in the basement. There's lots of basement storage room, including the king-size mattress that we had been sleeping on. Okay. So here we are, 5 a.m. We're getting up. We need to get going. This was not going. a good plan to do an early flight, it, I don't think. No, it really wasn't. It really wasn't. <laughs> well, we had to like drive to Minneapolis yes. to catch a flight, oh, all of man. these things. So here we are. 5 a.m. Mm-mm. trying to get a king-size mattress down in the down basement. narrow basement <laughs> stairs, Erica. <laughs> it was so oh, stressful, my but it was... I'm picturing the scene from Friends, like the pivot Oh, scene. yes, exactly. I think Chris referenced that. So, yes, we're there. We're, tr- you know, I'm at the top. I'm trying. I'm using all my strength to try to get like the corner of the mattress. You cannot manipulate a no, mattress. No. Chris is down at the bottom, like shouldering all the weight <laughs> and like cursing. And then all of a sudden I just start laughing because I'm like, are you kidding me right now? This is what we're doing. And it starts to be like, well, we're just going to tell the tenants that there's just this king size mattress in the basement stairs and they just can't use the basement this year. It's just jammed in there. That's just what it's going to be. So finally... The, the Wharton side of the family does have just like a sheer will and I just like, by we are ju- making this they will just like <laughs> shove things into place to make it work. So I think that's finally what got us through pure anger. And I was just like, I will never, 
I will never again. So I was like, you come up with a better way to get this up the stairs yes. next time. Oh, yeah, because you got to get it back up that's there. That's right. Oh, anyway, that's going to be fun. We have an idea. But that was just ridiculous. A lot of swears. Yes. But and it's some... one of those things that's like really funny afterwards. And oh, yeah. Not at all really in oh, the moment because you're so bad and sweaty. so sweaty and stressed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was a triumph. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Many things like that made me swear. But I, I have to mention very serious things that I just that are more like. Like, what in the actual, what are we doing mm-hmm. as a world, okay. as a world? There is Russia's senseless invasion mm-hmm. of Ukraine. Yeah. And just where you're like, I, you just are so mad initially, mm-hmm. but then like the suffering that is happening and it just all seems for one person's ego. <laughs> I know there's more to it than that, but really it kind of boils down to that at this point. Nothing pisses me off more than that. Mm-hmm. Like you are going to really upend all of these lives and make everybody else's life you know, crazy because mm-hmm. you can't handle losing mm-hmm. in some way, shape or form. Yeah. Not to get super political, but for real, you yes. know, you already know where we stand friends. <laughs> so I just like, I have to note that those things, like I yeah. said a lot of swears and it felt necessary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I think it's the only logical response to that kind of like senseless violence and manipulation and like nonsense. Yep. So completely agree with enough you. said on that one but Oof. i swear about water spilled on the floor too so <laughs> i mean <laughs> don't go by me <laughs> all right what made you cry this year okay i have a few to share two books made me cry yeah. and i do feel like it takes a lot yeah, for me to cry in a, a good book. book when breath becomes air mm. that's by paul kalanithi Yes. We read this for our in-person book club. It's a book that's been on my to-read list for a long time, but I knew it was a very heavy Mm -hmm. topic. And so I was thankful that our book club was reading it to just finally get me to read it. I listened to it. It was a great audio book. It's a very intimate and personal story of basically of being mortal and of losing a husband and a father. Mm -hmm. It is told from the perspective of the man who passes away, who is the husband and father, and also about medical care. And I found that like interesting heartening but also left me fretting too over that and anyway it was really beautiful cried in my car listening to Mm -hmm. it and I just feel like I will always remember that story and then more recently poems in Kate Bear's new book which is called and yet I need to get that one it's so good and just reading it, reading her poems for me, I will just sometimes feel so seen. Yes, it just yes. goes right to my heart mm-hmm. in terms of being a woman, being a mother in the world today, mm-hmm. and all the weight that feels like is on our shoulders. I think especially as a mother who I am trying to capture my experience through writing and through creating. Mm-hmm. And so I think it taps into that too. Right. And I just felt myself moved to tears for, from several of her poems. They're so easy to read yeah, and yet so they just oh, go right to your heart. So um, also really hard and sad world events. And then at the same time, when I'm reading articles or listening to a news story, hearing about people helping or mm-hmm. persisting through these just unimaginable hardships Mm -hmm. that in in our very privileged life I feel like we cannot imagine because Mm -hmm. I have not had that kind of experience but seeing people continue to do everything they can to protect their family Mm -hmm. to protect their home to just keep living just moved me to tears several times in particular the war in Ukraine Mm -hmm. and also the several mass shootings this Mm -hmm. year and I am Mm -hmm. 
sickened that I can even say several mass right. shootings right. and just full stop. It is, it's a sickness that exists just in our country. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get on a soapbox about it, but yeah, I just want to say that and hold, hold space for mm-hmm. that. On a more personal level, there were just times this year that I have just felt stretched too thin, mm. too thin where I just felt like I just didn't even have time to stop and think. Yeah. You just have to like, keep what do doing. I even need right now? Exactly. Yeah. Just keep doing the next thing. And in times when I know that Chris was stretched thin as well, like from work and just managing the kids and all of that, where it just feels hard. Not that I can't ask for help, mm-hmm. but I, I just know we're both doing as much mm-hmm. as, as we can. And I think what's interesting about that, I think I keep comparing life now to kind of when we were deep in the pandemic mm. and life is easier now yeah, in so many ways. Yeah. But I think then I kind of miss or I'm not giving enough credit to just how challenging life still is now yeah. because I have a toddler. Yeah. That is just so demanding. It's such a demanding season and of life. And for what it, what it was worth, the pace was at least slowed down during That's the pandemic. True. There was some, you know, obviously very existential mm-hmm. hard things to be dealing with. But in terms of like the daily yeah, pace of feeling spread thin, that was a little different. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. So anyway, I just feel like those that kind of like those things have been at odds mm-hmm. feeling so stretched thin and feel like like, no, I shouldn't feel that way. Yeah. So yeah, I get it. Um, I have two specific things that just, I remember crying like harder than I should have, <laughs> or maybe not should have, but like hard enough where it was like noteworthy. Like this is clearly about more than just what I'm crying mm-hmm. about. And the first one I've talked about this on the podcast before, but Sue Monk kids book, the book of longings. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you. I was finishing that book in bed. I read in bed almost every night and I had to go out into the playroom so I wouldn't wake Jeremiah up with my sobs to finish it because it was just so, and I think it was like very, it was one of those where you feel seen, Mm -hmm. um, especially as a woman in a Christian, growing up in a Christian background and with uh, that faith background, feeling like someone honored. I don't know. It was, it's so hard to even put into words, but I just felt like it was so beautiful. It's the story of Jesus. If Jesus had a wife, basically, I mean, that's the, the basic premise of it. If you aren't familiar, but it was just so moving, so heartwarming. It made me cry about all things faith related, Mm -hmm. I feel like. And so it was just really, really good. The other thing that gets me in the feels every time the Winter Olympics. Oh. And I will say I love the Summer Olympics and I think I like the sports more. But the Winter Olympics makes me nostalgic, oh. too, for like Wisconsin winters uh-huh. and growing up, you know, sledding and doing all that kind of stuff. And so I get this like homesickness, too, oh. with the Winter Olympics. Yeah. And I was just I just cried multiple <gasps> times. They worked so hard their right, whole yes. life. And like, like, especially now as a parent. As a parent. Pa- oh my dude, gosh. The moms <laughs> that are just beyond excited for yes. their kids and what that feeling has got to be like to be that, so that proud. Cry. Just, every yes. single time I yes. cry. Or the dads that can't <laughs> oh, even contain yes. it. Like I just can't handle yep. it. So those two things just stand out as things that made me cry this mm. year. Okay. What did you spend way too much time and or money on in 2022? <laughs> okay. Three to share. First of all, time and money on the boys' school lunch accounts. Now, okay. let me tell you. Okay. For the past two years, it has been totally free for, I think, kids at most public schools to eat at school. And 
for the boys, that was the case, both breakfast and lunch. Yeah. And so we, even though we usually would pack lunches, I think every single day, we just said, yep, this just simplifies, this simplifies mm-hmm. our life. They love it. And we just proceeded yep. and they got very used to that. Well, ah. then this year <laughs> you do have to pay for lunches yeah. and breakfast again. And each individual meal is not expensive. Right. It is right. not a lot, but they have started really liking it. And so it loaded their little lunch accounts. Uh-huh. And suddenly I feel like every 10 days, I'm yeah. like, I feel like I just You're put like, $50 I sent you with the lunch actually that day. Did you buy <laughs> yes. lunch anyway? <laughs> exactly. And just, we have not, we have not gotten into a routine yeah. of like, you take your lunch this day, not this. Cause you know, the, the lunch changes. So then, you know, for me, I would like to do like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday right. thing right. or whatever. And one of our kiddos too is so difficult to pack a packed lunch for. So then it's like, even when I do want to pack a lunch, it's like, well, what are you going to eat right. anyway? So I spent a lot it's of time a and a lot of thing. money I get on it. lunches and I school get breakfast. I am so thankful for them. I'm thankful they can yes. eat there, yes. but I wish I we had a better it. system. It's, it's like a whole manage. No matter how you do your kids' yeah. lunches, it's a whole management a whole system. Thing. Even is. with homeschool, we have to pack our lunches the night before, or mm-hmm. I physically cannot handle the conversations, the fighting over who's in the fridge. Yeah. Like they can make their own lunches, but right. if they're trying to do it in the moment, right. After learning and teaching all morning, I want to run away from home. (laughs) Like, I'm like, nope, it has to be made individually the night before. Like, while your sister's in the shower, you go ahead and do it. Oh, my gosh. I get it. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Next one. Too much time cleaning up after our toddler. Uh, So many toddler messes. Toddlers. So many. Do you know what she loves to do right now? And it's so sweet. She is so into art. Yeah. And from daycare, she loves to do the handprint art. So she wants to do handprints everywhere. She always wants to do the handprints. She's, as soon as I set her up with paints, or now she just goes and self-helps herself to the art supplies Uh and stuff. Now that my cabinet's all tidy and she's squeezing out all the paint. And the next thing you know, she's painting her little hand. Well, then yesterday was still a painty hand. She's getting down on the floor, paint foot, paint foot. And I'm like, oh boy. You're like, darn you daycare with your mistletoes. (laughs) (laughs) All your adorable art projects. So, so many toddler messes or then she wants to do everything herself. She wants to pour out her cereal herself. Uh Uh-huh. Do you know the, where that ends? Do up. you know the pile of Cheerios that was on, <laughs> I do. on I my do floor, Erica? <laughs> We're past it, but I know. And then as she's carrying her over full bowl of Cheerios, oh, she's definitely going to trip, and that bowl is just going <laughs> to yep. go everywhere. Yep. But I do it myself. Yes. Yep. So so many, and then finally on broken Fitbits. Oh, they don't. I will say this. I am. I am. I think I am done. I you think, think I'm, done. I'm breaking up with Fitbit. I, I want to love it, yes. and it is not loving me back. It really is. And like the girls, we count on it. Like, okay, that's your watch for you yeah. to come back at a certain time. Yeah. You know, out and about in the neighborhood, and it doesn't. It's like, well, it Bummer. didn't charge last night, and blah Bummer. blah blah. Well, mm-hmm. I have been having issues with my with yours own even? personal ones, okay, and even newer ones that I did. It's Ugh. like they're newer, but they're just out of warranty. Yes. So they'll offer me 35% off a new one. And I'm like, no, no, I think this was supposed to last at least three plus years. So, uh, and the technology changes so fast that those, that's what's so hard about all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So very frustrated. I love it. All right. I have one because it is a doozy. Okay. And that is carry out. Oh, okay. So much. The first, I will say the first half of the year. Okay. So much money on carry out <laughs> because I was still in a very big cooking funk. Mm, yeah. I, I could not get, I could not figure out 
nothing sounded good. Yeah. Dinner did not sound fun to make. Yeah. And then, but fall, mm. fall came in like it's like, like a the savior. sweet savior that it is. And all of a sudden we have soups on the menu oh. and we had other cozy things. And so now I am fully like on top of my groceries, yeah. on top of my meal planning and really loving it actually. But it took a few months of like, okay, okay that's a lot of money on carryout, <laughs> like a lot. Like I got real used to DoorDash during right. the pandemic. So I, that is my biggest one. Okay. Cause you know, I also like to spend a lot of money and I'm an over buyer. So uh-huh. it's hard for me to point out something that I actually spent too much on, right, but that's right. definitely one of them. Okay. One that makes you go <laughs> on the budget line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, well, I'm glad you're in a good place now. Um, what made you proud this year? I was reflecting on this. We were both just reflecting and remembering what our words for oh, the yeah. year were. Mine was nourish. And I do think that ended up being a word that served me and in different places of my life. And so kind of going to tie back some things that I'm proud of to that word. I am so proud overall of the content that we produced on the podcast yes. this year. Mm-hmm. I think that really is owed to the retreat that we took and prioritizing time to actually take that time and spend it on something that we love and to try to kind of take it Mm -hmm. to the next level. Mm -hmm. So I really, really loved several of the episodes that we did that felt like a little bit deeper topics, but that were things that we really had been wanting to bring to the podcast in particular, talking about white privilege, talking about feminism. Mm -hmm. I loved our period episode. Mm -hmm. It was just it was really fun, and I love the conversations that we had. Also, launching our Patreon yeah. membership, which was huge mm-hmm. for us this year. We've been talking about that for a long time. So anyway, just really proud of nourishing that creativity and this yes. and this partnership and what we create. Our house is making me feel really proud, and I feel like we nourished in a way like our home environment by doing these really big updates to our house. We had new flooring put in, we got the interior painted, been kind of freshening up some furniture and it's just been things that we've been thinking about for a long time. And I feel like we take a long time to do things and they certainly can take a lot of money. So, but just feels really good to, yeah, be continually turning our house into a home that feels like reflects our taste and just that really works for us and yeah. that it just feels so good to mm-hmm. be in. So I love that. to do that. Mm -hmm. And then I'm also really proud of our family this year. And I guess what we've put into our family, we spent a month with our family in Eau Claire, which was just a big new adventure for Mm -hmm. us. And there were hard parts of it, just, you know, being away and without any childcare and stuff like that. But I do feel like it was a really cool experience as a family. And I'm just really proud of us, proud of Chris and myself for doing that. Yeah, just that's a big adventure. Totally. And also that trip included me flying solo with Maeve to and from mm-hmm. Minneapolis. And she was great. And I was just proud of myself for all the planning that I put yeah. into it and proud of how fun it was to travel with her. And so that was really cool. And then I also want to take time to share how proud I am of my boys, of Dashiell and Cedric. They are so patient and sweet with Maeve, mm. even at times when she is being such a toddler. Yeah, you're to like, them. you're a lot right now. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm talking like they are sitting there eating their breakfast toast and she's like, my toast? <laughs> And just going for their food and they will just give it to her. It is so, and even times when we're like, no, 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 you don't need to do that. Yes. Like that's not something you're supposed to do. So just so, so sweet. And also seeing them be so responsible as we're trying to give them more independence and Mm -hmm. as they're asking us for more independence Mm -hmm. and just 
really seeing them for the most part rise to that occasion oh, and making nice. us feel like we can trust them. Yeah. And it's, I think it's really cool to be able to have these more independent kids. I love being able to give them those opportunities and just, yeah, feeling like we can trust them that they're mm-hmm. going to yeah be behaving in ways that I think mostly we would be proud of. Right. They're not right. right Getting right in just the, mo- just the right amount of yeah, trouble. Right? I think so. Yeah. Um, okay. For me, I had the podcast too. I feel like we have taken it to another level this year. And again, I think that that planning retreat and getting the chance to do that, like deep work because we do so much of this podcast, like via text, Yes, you know, like, Hey, what time are we meeting today? (laughs) Do you have this all set? Whatever. And so getting that time and to like, I think nourish the relationship that the podcast is born out of. And like, we have this special, special connection over the past 10 years now, even when we're, you know, we go down book club retreats or we do whatever, but it feels like we don't want to spend a bunch of time just talking about our thing. So it's just really nice to set aside time for our thing. Yes. And I think that that, that shows in our content this year. And I'm just really proud of that too. I am proud of the big family adventure that we did of take, of buying an RV. I'm proud of myself for getting yeah. dirty in nature yeah, all right. and being like, you know what? This was not my forte, but here's how it can be. Exactly. And also pivoting a little bit from our goal of having a cabin because mm-hmm. it was a little bit of a downshift from that. And just I'm proud of myself for like suggesting it and getting on board and getting enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. And that is not necessarily... I don't know. I feel like I can be not the most positive person in our family sometimes, probably the least. And so I feel like me driving that kind of adventure has just felt really good and feels like the kind of mom I want to be, the kind of wife I want to be. So love that. I am also super proud of the girls in their musical theater program this year. So this, they started that in January. So they did one semester play. They did Beauty and the Beast and now they're doing Lion King. And it is like, it could make me cry every single time. Like it is just so sweet to see them work so hard at their parts. It's so cute to see the kids all like working together mm-hmm. and just like, I'm amazed at what she gets out of them. The mm-hmm. director, like it is just incredible. I was um, pulling up to pick them up yesterday for their, and it was their last dress rehearsal because they performed Friday. And I was just like getting chills at the final song oh. of them singing in all their little costumes. And you know, there's just wow. something so sweet, oh, but yes. also I know how much, um, my girls are not loud and wild kind of kids. And mm-hmm. so like they're a little more shy and reserved. So for them to be, you know, up there and like having main parts, even it just makes me really, really proud of them. So I'm excited about that. That is so cool. Well, every year in January, we record a message of encouragement for ourselves to listen to again at the end of the year. This is always so cool. And we highly recommend it for any of you because it. It really helps us see how far we've come and reflect on the whole year. So let's listen to those now. Okay, I've got mine first, so I'll bring it up. All right. Kelsey, as you close 2022, I know that you are feeling nourished. I'm so proud of you for putting your needs and the needs of your family ahead of less important but persistent demands. As a result, you feel more energized than ever in your creativity. You've been present in your parenting as you watched each of your three children bloom even more into themselves. You and Chris have brought your A-game to an efficient meal planning and dinner prep routine. Plus, you're making time for regular dates and game nights. I hope that as you look ahead to a new year, you feel like your best self and know that you are doing a great job. And I do have as a final wish for all of us, I sincerely hope that we are no longer thinking about COVID on a daily basis. 
Oh, we're there. I feel like we're, we're there. I feel like we're kind of there. That's a it, big deal. It's it's still there, yes. but it's it's not affecting me in the way that yes. it, that it felt like it was like really weighing on me. No, I keep thinking about that. How far? Even from last year, this time we are in terms of COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now my entire family, including Maeve, like she was the one mm-hmm. that we were waiting for the longest to mm-hmm. get vaccinated, is fully vaccinated. And yeah, that that feels that feels really incredible. That does feel really good. And that was a lovely message yes, to listen to. Thank you, Erica. <laughs> All right. I'm going to bring yours up. Okay. Erica. After a rough couple of years, you have approached 2022 with warmth. You have nurtured your relationship with yourself and your most important relationships with family and friends. You've really connected with your sense of humor and optimism this year, and your smile is shining brighter despite the hard things that the year undoubtedly threw at you. You have created a home and a homeschool that feels so cozy and comfortable and like a respite from the rest of the world. You even managed to mostly greet your children in the morning with positivity (laughs) and a smile. This has not always been easy or come natural for you. So I'm so proud of you. And I know you feel happier and lighter after the work you've done this year. So true. So funny because we sat down and I was like, what was my word again? I forgot. But it's crazy how you set those intentions Mm -hmm. and they really like that's why I went to Nashville. I, I needed to connect and make that a priority. My parents are coming for Christmas now. I invited them to join us. I didn't even think they'd be able to, but I was like, you know what? Why don't I just invite you to come here? And they're going, they made it happen. Like things like that. Um, Yeah. And that sense of humor. And I've done a ton around the house. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Oh, good job, friends. Thanks. Okay. Finally, what do you think made you grow in 2022? Okay. Parenting definitely and always. I was reflecting on just different ways that my children helped me to grow. Parenting a toddler, as I've mentioned, I think that just continues to teach me to be present in the sweet and the hard Mm -hmm. and just remembering that ultimately it doesn't last, whether it's in the moment that tantrum or just the season Mm -hmm. of the sleep or the fussiness or whatever it is. Also remembering that messes are temporary and ultimately easily fixed. I think I've come a long way on that, really. Um, All that time spent cleaning up toddler messes. Mm -hmm. So that's what my toddler, I think, has taught me this year. Parenting my boys, a seven and nine-year-old, I have been reminded and learned that individual time to connect goes a long way, Mm -hmm. especially just Mm -hmm. as they're entering those ages. Yeah. And just being able to really listen to them and what they're either asking for or maybe not saying, but need, whether it is more independence or it is more connection or Mm -hmm. kind of something with a friend or whatnot. And so I think just able to have that time when we can Mm -hmm. hear them. And I just feel like Chris and I have been making really good efforts, both to have those conversations with them, either as a family or just like during individual time. Mm -hmm. So definitely those things. And then also navigating just a few life happenings this year that weren't terrible, but felt hard at the time and just felt like those just like, this is being an adult. Yeah. Like I'm growing right now. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of things. Had some really great conversations with Chris about them. They were not about Chris, but he definitely helped me navigate Uh them. 
and just making time for those conversations. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes I can be processing a lot in my head Mm. and because life is busy and full, it just, it feels like quite an effort to be like, Hey, I really need to talk about this like harder thing or this harder thing that's emotional for me. So I don't really feel like talking about it, but I'm go, but I want to have your advice and I want your support Mm -hmm. on this. And so I feel proud of me and proud of us for being there for each other in those ways. And definitely just, I feel like Chris and I get closer and deepen our marriage every Mm. year, but I think those things, Mm -hmm. yeah, are just making me feel like we really deepened our marriage and even more in that way this year. And then along with those two counseling, just always, uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful for that. And especially having an established relationship Mm -hmm. with someone after all of these years, it just does feel like I get, I can get even more out of it now that I have like that established and, um, I'm just really appreciative of that. Great. Mine, the RV makes an appearance here again, because I I feel like it is stretched me, but really us as a family. I mean, you're working together. Like you have to work together to set it up. You have to be very mindful of how you are talking to each other. Mm. I've realized really helped me grow in terms of my like patience and using like a kind tone of voice and like Mm -hmm. making suggestions without being critical because there's so many moving parts right Mm -hmm. and it's new for everybody so especially with Jeremiah and I I feel like there was a real opportunity that I like tried to stay very conscious of like how can I be how can we support each other and remember that this is supposed to be fun right and it's like this metaphor for all of life like really we should be doing this for all of life like the point of being together is Mm. to be together not be like constantly you know I, I don't know. I feel like there there can tend to be like a me versus you yes. that happens in stressful times, mm-hmm. even though you forget that like you got married for a reason right. so that it was like us versus all team. of that. Yeah. So I think that that's just really helped us grow in a lot of ways. And then I have had this big revelation this year and I don't even know, I, I can't even tell you exactly where it came from, but starting in the fall and really it has lasted past just like a mood, but I heard this quote. It said, you can do work around your house without being mad and resentful with everyone else that lives there. It can be just because you want it. Mm. And I, and I know I have a very supportive husband. I feel like there's a lot of equity in our workload. I feel like my kids are very respectful and good about, you know, good about helping around the house. And we've kind of established that, but I would still find myself having doing things like out of resentment or obligation that that were just because it's how I wanted it. Maybe mm. like I wanted the towels folded a certain way. Mm-hmm. So instead of doing that, I was mad that somebody else folded them a different way or but it was really interesting because I think it was just like an Instagram quote I came across and it was on like a therapy mm-hmm. Um, site and it was saying that that's actually like a generational trauma response. Oh, interesting. So like my mom would, and I think she would agree, like she was the oldest in a family of six in a very dysfunctional family. And so she had to do a lot of housework because she was very like parentified and had to do a lot of that stuff to where when she did it for us, she did it because she loved us, but she also like had a hard time doing it joyfully, I think yeah. too. And so like that, that carries on. And so like, that was my model. Mm. And I think it's so interesting because I'm like, well, I don't, I don't feel like I'm in that situation. I'm not being put upon. I'm not, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't have as many kids as she had where there was probably legitimate frustration sometimes. Why am I like, but it it was like this mindset that I just had around doing Mm. things around the house. And so like, it was just a big light bulb moment for me this year. And I feel like I'm enjoying my house so much more. 
it's way cleaner, but it's because I want it to be. It's not because mm-hmm. I crack down on anybody or anything <laughs> like that. It's like, oh, if your house is bothering you that way, then like go ahead and clean it up. Right. I don't know. Yeah. So there's just been like this newfound like joy almost in home making aspects, even mm-hmm. though like I hate all those words, but mm-hmm. it's true. Like I'm finding a lot of joy in organizing and decorating and like keeping things a certain way. Mm-hmm. And that was just not necessarily the mindset I approached yeah. that with before. So wow. that's just been a big growth area for yeah, me. Yeah, that's really neat. I love when things like that just find you. Yeah. And you didn't like, even oh, know you were looking for them. I didn't even know that that's what I'm doing, but I think right. it is. I think it is wow. what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. All right. What are you currently obsessed with? Okay. I have two fantastic salsas that I want to talk about. Ooh, yum. Okay. One, you know about it's Mateo's it's my favorite. I think I learned about it from you. You learned about it from the lazy genius. You sure did. So and Brie I, McCoy. Yeah. I already had a salsa that I loved from Trader Joe's, but you posted about it. And mm-hmm. so then when I saw it at the regular grocery store, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm going to give mm-hmm. this a try. It is fantastic. It's so good. So listeners, I hope you can find it at your local grocery store. It's if not, you can get it on Amazon. Oh, okay. Or you can order mm-hmm. it. And the second one I want to share that my cousin Emily introduced me to in Nashville. Mm-hmm. She made their favorite recipe for enchiladas. And she was like, and we love to serve it with this salsa. It's the Erdes guacamole salsa. Oh, have you seen it? I have seen it. I think I feel like I was like, oh, I recognize yes. this label yes. and logo, but I never bought it before. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's pretty widely available. Uh-huh. But anyway, yeah. So it's a like a thicker guacamole, like green, green salsa, salsa, but oh, it's a perfect amount of spiciness and yeah, just okay. adds a great zip. I love a good grocery store salsa yes, me that too. you can, because I, I feel like there's all kinds of like local, you know, at the farmer's yes. market, whatever it could be delicious, but you can't get those everywhere. Exactly. So I like so, that recommendation. Yep. All right. Mine, since I mentioned my parents are coming for Christmas, is matching Christmas jams for the whole fam. <laughs> oh, and yes. I mean the whole fam. Get ready, Rob. Oh yeah, Rob, you've got some Christmas jams on the way. I texted my mom to ask what size they would be. I said, what size would you guys be in pajamas? Christmas jams for the whole fam. It's happening. Don't argue. (laughs) Just text back with your size, please. So she texted back. She's like, you're so funny. And I mean, the dogs have matching bandanas. We are, I'm going all, this is the first time my parents have been here for Christmas because they usually had more family back in Wisconsin, but there wasn't a whole lot going on this year. So I was like, why don't you come out here? And I'm like, oh, "Oh, I am ready to host. That's awesome. My original holiday mentors. They don't even know what they're in for yet. (laughs) The guest room is Christmasified. Like we are ready to rock. So I cannot wait to see like our entire family in when matching is, Christmas When is jams. the debut going to be? Is it going to be like the first night they're there? Is it Christmas Eve? I think it's a Christmas Eve situation okay. and yeah, we'll wear them into great. Christmas Day. Yes. So I am. Where did, where did you get them in case anyone else needs? So I got them needs. from Target and okay. I do think you need to get, I always want to, but then they're out of like a certain size for a certain person yes. or whatever. So to I got f- them on Black Friday sale. Okay. So they were actually really cheap. Mm-hmm. Like I want to say like 10 or 15 bucks for a whole oh, pajama wow, set. Great. And then um, I did get another, like I, I decided to include my parents because Jeremiah goes, did you get some for your parents too? Like laughing and joking. I'm like, no, but now <laughs> but I now want I'm to. to. <laughs> That's so, great. So yeah, just get them early, but okay. I, I'm very excited. The whole, the and whole thing. Obviously fam. you must get a photo. Oh, a hundred percent. Okay. Cannot wait to see this 100%. photo. Can't wait. All right. I think that is all we have. Happy New Year, everybody. We hope you have fun reflecting on 2022. 
Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find us in between episodes on Instagram. We are High Girls Next Door. The show notes for this episode are in your podcast player and on our website, girlnextdoorpodcast.com. And we love to get your emails at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. Erica had to run and get a tissue. I'm manning the mic all by myself. <clears throat> I don't really have too much too much to report except that Erica did plug a cord just right back essentially into itself when we were starting and we couldn't figure out why we couldn't hear her on the mic and it was because she didn't actually plug it into anything. That's never happened before, so you can be doing the podcast for nearly 10 years and still find new technical difficulties. Nope. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to our listeners. Yeah. I was having a little secret show without you. You're not part of it. As I was blowing my nose and moving <laughs> snot around, I stabbed myself in the nostril. Oh, with that pointy finger? Yes. <gasps> and then and now it keeps running. You know how like the nerves get irritated? Because I went to scratch an itch earlier and I was like, <laughs> oh. It's such thin skin. Be careful. No. And now it keeps, like the one nostril keeps running. Be careful. Okay. I thought you'd appreciate me getting a tissue instead of continuing to I do. wipe it with my I hands. Do. Stop explaining too much. <laughs> we got it. We know. We know. Kelsey. We were there. <laughs> Today's episode is our annual reflection on, on the year that is wrapping. Nope. Back it up.